0: up guys welcome back to an episode of popcorn nice the podcast i'm nick Great. welcome back it's summer movie time again and sir we're ready to review another summer movie ready for the thunder
1: it is a tragedy that that song has not been used in any thor movie what the hell is going on taika watiti use thunderstruck i feel like get the rights He used – I don't know what his his – he must have been on a Guns N' Roses binge because there was like three Guns N' Roses songs in in this movie. But we're talking about Thor Love and Thunder today. But before we get into that, if this is the first time you're coming across Popcorn Heist, Popcorn Heist is a brand created by Nick and I to share our love for movie and TV content. Uh, And, you know, we're diehard fans and we create it for you, diehard fans. But Popcorn Heist, the podcast, is a show where we could specifically nerd out about franchises we love the most, such as Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Avatar, Disney, and in this case, Marvel. Uh, we news, we re, ugh, I'm tongue-tied today. We release new episodes on Thursdays, and if you like an episode you listen to, we please ask you to give us a follow and a review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen. It takes two seconds, and we would just really, really appreciate it. It really helps us out. Um, we'd be remiss, though, if we didn't also mention the other podcast called a simps guide to the mcu which we have on the popcorn heist network and that is where the relationships romances bromances of the marvel cinematic universe are discussed with our good friends Alyssa and kelly if you want more pop culture content though such as blog posts rankings brackets and trivia tuesday visit us online at popcornheist.com or follow us on all social media at popcorn heist with that being said the latest iteration of the marvel cinematic universe love and thunder
0: also before we move too far forward the simps definitely loved the scene where zeus flicked off his robe i know i did <laughs> you just love seeing that seeing the, seeing the crack the buttocks <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the newest installation of the mcu um if you're new to popcorn heist or if you know us for a long time we start every episode with a quote uh jake and i bonded over quotes in college when we became friends and we pretty much just quote all the time to each other and uh, everyone always gets annoyed with us because we're always like, what's that from? And it could be the simplest quote um, that no one really can guess. And sometimes we can't guess it, but most of the time we can. <laughs> uh, today we have a pretty simple quote. It's from Thor, Love and Thunder, but um, it's kind of a little bit of a questionable one. And the quote is, what a classic door adventure. Because you know what? Really, what is a classic door adventure? Yeah. Really has got no definition because they're all so different. Explain that for us, Thor. Please. please what is a classic Thor Please continue. Sometimes <laughs> you're fighting Thanos. Sometimes you're fighting Malekith. Sometimes you're becoming worthy.
1: Sometimes you're fighting your brother. Sometimes you're mopey. Sometimes you're colorful and Sometimes grand. You're, you're chubby. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was the – so you want to – Talk about the quote that you wanted to choose, but we just like couldn't find it. We literally specific... couldn't
0: find it on the internet. The, the quote was when he's handing the kids the powers, which is a weird scene. We can get to that next if we want. And he's like, uh, he's something. It's something like, um, if you believe enough, you can have the the powers of Thor for a limited time only. The reason I wanted to use that is because the movie was pretty short. Um, I felt that way at times. I feel like it could like. I don't know where it could have expanded exactly. I feel like it hit the notes, but some of the scenes just felt like they could have. Oh, changed.
1: I know exactly Especially the final battle. I know exactly. I could name multiple instances where <laughs> it could have expanded uh, more. Um, I don't know. To, to give me even my top line thoughts, it's been a constant topic throughout Popcorn Heights the podcast. If you're a fan, if not, go back to previous Marvel episodes. We talk about it all the time, and it's a topic that all Marvel fans around the world are talking about. It is just like what's really going on they're pumping out a ton of content and is it really hitting as hard as the infinity saga i still you know we're fans we love marvel i still love getting content but nothing for me compares to the infinity saga i hold it so close and near and dear to my heart and i always almost treat it as a separate entity and i think this is like a perfect example of like how things have changed a little bit and not to say that i didn't enjoy this movie had a great time in the theater but there were definitely things that were going through my mind that I was, like, questioning things going on. I think overall, way, way too fast-paced. There are so many places it could, things could have been expanded on, upon. The best parts of the movie, to me, were Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher, though we didn't nearly get enough of him. Russell Crowe as Zeus. Thought he was mm-hmm. the funniest character in the movie. Uh, a lot of the jokes didn't land for me, but Zeus, I thought, was hilarious. And the post credit scene... Spoiler alert, I guess we always forget to do the spoiler alert post credit scene with uh Before Roy I Kent can. as Hercules. I thought that was awesome. I like um, that too. But those were the high points of the movie for me. Um, there are other things that I liked, but it was just way too fast paced, and I nothing had time to settle, or really the weight and the emotion of everything didn't hit as hard because things were just happening too quickly.
0: Yeah, I think um, I think a lot of times when we get to like the big franchises, especially Marvel and Star Wars recently, like things either to the fans either are great or they're terrible. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, Glad we didn't get any multiverse stuff, because, you know, I hate that. (laughs) Um, But like, I I feel like they just landed Thor. So they were like, oh, we have to continue with Thor because we just landed him. He can make us a lot of money. Um, but it, I don't even know if it's going to even feed into anything in the future. Uh, I kind of thought this would be like almost a passing of the torch to Jane, but spoiler alert, that wasn't true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I like that. I like that. Um, I don't know. It just felt like, yeah, fast pace. Uh, it was good. It was enjoyable, but it really didn't like nothing was super like, wow, that's so awesome. Or like, wow, that's so uh, impactful. I thought Gore was good. Uh, I thought Gore was really good. He was really scary. I don't love that he was corrupted by the sword. I'm kind of done with items corrupting people. It's really annoying. It's a dumb plot point, and they should give me like real reasons why people do things rather than they touched an item. I don't like that. I think and they, I, I think
1: they delivered on that a now, little bit, but
0: but but, but eh.
1: Gore should have. He had enough of a
0: reason anyway. Like he could have – they could have done his redemption and everything. They wanted to make it a quick, easy redemption by being like, oh, the, Thor's not, the sword's not corrupting him anymore. Yeah, but that's it,
1: definitely a byproduct of like the short run time. They were like, we got to wrap this up quick. I, it, I agree. I hate an item
0: corrupting someone for no – like it's just you touch an item and you get corrupted. I think it's a dumb plot point.
1: So I, I got a question to ask you. Like do you think that because we've gotten the best of the best from the Infinity Saga and we've gotten so much content – Do you think that where fans are a bit spoiled by franchises like Marvel and Star Wars and that were overcritical? Because I can think back to like some phase one movies and especially something like Thor the Dark World. After this movie, a lot of people are going back to Thor the Dark World and being like, you know, it wasn't that bad. Do you think it's the same situation where everyone's kind of like criticizing Thor Eleven and Thunder and then in a few years we will be like, Oh, you know, well actually I like I liked Thor Eleven Thunder.
0: Well, I, I do think fans are overly critical for sure. Um like I said, you either think like it's you're either on the defending side and you're like, oh it's good and this is why or you're on the attack side and you're like, oh it's so bad for all these reasons. Like things can just be good and not great or terrible. Yeah. And you can still call it out where it where it falls short. Um and of course Thor the Dark World falls short. Yeah uh, <laughs> I've always loved Thor the Dark World, though. <laughs> I would like to make that clear. I've always liked Thor the Dark World. you know that. One of, one um, of you. Um, yeah, I just, I do feel like fans are overly critical for sure. Um, but not everything has to be perfect. And if it's not perfect, that doesn't mean it's terrible. Um, I definitely think we are spoiled as Marvel fans. But I don't know. At times, I was always like Marvel can kind of do no wrong or very little wrong. Like they kind of nailed everything for a really long time. And yeah. now I'm not so – I don't have as much faith. I feel like they might be pumping out a lot of content quickly and not focusing as much on each.
1: It's it's weird because a lot of people are throwing out the term uh, quantity over quality. Though I think like when you analyze each project, like there is a lot of – like at its core – the way they're executing it and the thought behind it i could see like there's such like passion and such thought put into these characters and these stories but at the same time the when it's executed there's either that i i just don't think there's enough time spent on it and and there's actually recent allegations coming out that marvel has such like unreasonable deadlines because they're trying to pump out like 10 projects a year that via vfx companies are like they they hate working with marvel because they just can't i was gonna say script.
0: that i wonder if like they have to pump out the movie so they can't like take their time
1: with things yeah that's why the cgi like a lot of people have been criticizing i think there's a lot to criticize here in cgi in thor Love and dunder yeah 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 it's they just simply don't have time it's literally like a group project like literally if you have a deadline you have no choice but to just submit how it is at the deadline you know
0: yeah i i, I bet that's part of the problem um
1: yeah, I mean I don't mind the short runtime, but I just I just
0: felt like I could never see the movie again and be kind – of, I mean I will see the movie again, but I could like never see it again and be fine. Like there's no, not not very much of a part of me that's like, oh, I really need to – I really, really need
1: to see not I, I, like, I don't mind a short runtime when it's like a small concept. Like great example and I – off the top of my head, I have no idea what the runtime is, but something like Ant-Man and the Wasp, a small self-contained street-level story that's fine for a short run time it's not really trying to set up anything like huge the quantum realm was like set up already but something like a god butcher and like expanding the entire god universe be- beyond the asgardians deserves more than an hour and 55 minutes like f- jane foster returning and getting cancer for that to have enough emotional weight that deserves more runtime. you know yeah i, I think mm. it-, it that's just my my opinion i i don't know and that's where I think like – listen, you, you had complications like Natalie Portman probably didn't want to come back for Ragnarok. I think the, an ideal situation would be like you teased her having cancer in Thor Ragnarok. This way we had time to like sit with that and you could like actually give it its weight and build it. But, you know, like the way she acquired Mjolnir, the reason that they gave for it, uh, I really didn't like that Oh, Thor, I like that. I really didn't like that Thor was just like you have to protect – I really just would rather. Well, her it didn't quite wor-
0: protect it. Her did it. it kind of no, <laughs> it really didn't do a job.
1: I would rather I like her just be worthy. No,
0: I completely disagree with you. I think uh, that's actually what I was going to get to next. I actually love the reason they gave her the hammer. Cause like you can't make every good person worthy. It just doesn't work like that. Like you have to, there had to be a reason why it went to Thor's ex-girlfriend, not just like she traveled there and she was worthy. So it, it like went back, literally went back together for her. I I actually like that reasoning. And also, when she uses the hammer and it goes into a a billion pieces and, like, hits everyone, I think that's the coolest thing ever.
1: That's really cool. Yeah, she was awesome, like, when she was on screen. But did we have enough time for, like, the emotional moments to hit? Like, I was surprised they killed her off, but I wasn't, like, feeling it in my heart. Like, oh, my God, Jane is dying right now. Like, I I, I don't know.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean – I liked, I thought they they did Jane well. I kind of like that she, if they're not going to bring her back, you know, I love a good death. So I like that. Um, I like that whole storyline. I thought it was good. Um, And like, you don't really see people die of
1: natural cause in the MCU. So I I like that. I know. I I just, I wish like we had more time to see her struggle with like her becoming a hero i feel like her transition into mighty thor was just like grazed over very quickly
0: yeah Um, well she
1: had to pick her catchphrase that's a little bit of a (laughs) struggle worst catchphrase ever eat my hammer (laughs) i know it was meant to be a joke like you said but and uh, i want to go back to something you said before i give the mic to you sorry i keep like talking no no a lot of stuff um where you mentioned like they they hit the nail on the head with ragnarok and they felt like oh we needed to do thor to because it's going to make a lot of money. I I, I agree, but I also like kind of disagree in a sense because I think there actually was a worthy story, pun intended, uh, to tell with Thor here. I feel like there was a good epilogue opportunity to tell with him like, yeah, he he helped defeat Thanos in the end of Endgame, but I don't think he really recovered from all the trauma he's been through. And I like that they touched on that, that Korg was like literally he lost everything because I don't think he gets his due weight that he's been through so much shit. I think there was a proper epilogue there where he needed to find his place in the, in the galaxy, but it was really like grazed over. And, and I didn't fully believe the connection that like he was searching for, to be a dad. Like I really didn't expect this to be a dad movie. Yeah. And,
0: I, I feel like for me, I think there, there's a worthy epilogue to tell because of how end game went and stuff like that. But you know, I never loved like where he ended up in end game and gave up the throne. I didn't think it quite made sense with his arc. I feel like, Thor's arc is like all over the place, and they kind of like again wanted to keep using him because they just nailed him, and they wanted to make a lot of money. So it was like, oh, we'll send him back into the galaxy again. Like he can't just be sitting on Earth like king, king of Asgard. Like he, ha- there has to be a reason for him to be back out in the galaxy. So they kind of like went that way in Endgame in order to use him. Where in Ragnarok it seems like that was like his arc, getting to the, like get being ready to be king. Asgard's a people, not a place. Um, I don't know. I felt like they kind of ebb and flow his arc. Also like. I was watching something and it was like Thor's whole thing in the first movie is like he causes too much collateral damage and like doesn't care and like kills too many people and then gets over it and that's why he becomes worthy. And then in this movie, he kind of seems like dumb and, all, and like cause collateral damage again. I don't think it's that. I he think doesn't he... seem worthy in this movie, I feel like.
1: Do you think so?
0: Really? Like, I just think he seems a little like, I don't know. I, like in, in Ragnarok, there's a lot of like he's funny, but there's a lot of moments that bring him to like, all right, we have to go back Ar- to Asgard and save, like save Asgard. Now it's like, oh, we're gonna save you kids, don't worry. Like, of course they gotta save their kid. Like, it just doesn't feel like there's there. It felt like the ser- like the seriousness within Thor. Like they needed a little bit more of it. And Ragnarok, I feel like they nailed it where they did both a little bit.
1: Yeah ragnarok perfectly balanced comedy and seriousness i think yeah. um this there were a lot of serious things going on but again it was just so fast paced that once one thing happened like you had no time to like juxtapose that with something serious to like have you feel the weight of the decisions that were just made you know yeah i i, I don't really know um what's this Was this movie funny
0: question for you okay
1: so there were a lot there were funny people moments. people like it's
0: the funniest one i'm like that's
1: what? so untrue that's what not are you untrue. on it's about it's not the funniest one there were funny moments in it i really yeah there was like Ta- taika watiti's humor like like i said zeus was mad funny yeah, i thought Crowe was funny. really funny um corg is always kind of funny though i felt like again the jokes were kind of just like one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. you yeah. didn't have time to like Okay, a joke just happened. Now he's throwing another joke. Now he's throwing another joke. Like I didn't have time to like laugh at the jokes. Yeah. Um, I really liked how he was going. I felt like he was really going for like a Monty Python thing, especially with the guardians of the galaxy aliens at the beginning where they were like trotting have you ever seen monty python in the holy grail yeah 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 where they like trot and do the horse noises Mm -hmm. like it was a lot of that silly humor but i think ragnarok was funnier personally i mean people have been trying to tell me this is funnier
0: than ragnarok i'm like the grand master scenes just the grand master scenes are funnier than this whole movie yeah like no. by far, Zeus is funny, but he's no grandmaster. Grandmaster is no. probably the funniest MCU character. Um, it's just no competition. And Ragnarok has like a lot of other funny moments where this one, like Zeus, was funny, and then a lot of the other stuff didn't really land for me. I did like the relationship dynamic between him and Stormbreaker and Milner. That was <laughs> meaning. <cool>. So <laughs> I
1: like that. I actually thought that was funny. That that was that was very cool. A little um, overplayed
0: towards the end after a few times, but it was funny.
1: Do you think it's like a little cheap though that it was that easy for Mjolnir to just come back? Like it feels like it stayed away for it's just back, you know? Yeah, but it stayed away
0: for a while. I mean, I guess he got like a sort of an end game in a different way. But I love the way they brought it back in End Game. But I I don't mind. I mean, they're not they're not going to do enough Thor movies for them to like have enough time, like if. They had to bring it back eventually. Like, they gave it a few movies, and now it's time to come back.
1: I guess. I, I and, and I know this is, like, you can't control this because of the whole just things happen. It, it felt like for a lot of this movie, and I've gotten this sense from Taika Waititi watching. I love the guy. I think he's amazing. But in watching interviews, that he's just, like, kind of, like, screw the norms and screw the rules. Like, I'm going to do literally whatever I want yeah the beginning of the movie for example it literally felt like he was like i have to get the guardians out of this movie as soon as possible that felt so frantic in the beginning where so many things were happening and i was just like oh my god i'm like overwhelmed well this
0: movie should have came out after guardians or three it should
1: have came out after guardians three yeah
0: maybe chris Hemsworth doesn't want to play the character for that much longer so pump it out
1: no there's definitely more thor coming i think the post-credit scene set that up yeah Uh, um i don't know i think it's either setting up another thor or another avengers i guess we'll talk uh i'll touch on it now like hercules brett goldstein Mm. great casting i'm so excited for that um but zeus is like people don't respect the gods you know they pray to their superheroes you know i think that either avengers 5 or thor 5 is going to be like the avengers versus the gods like, the gods are what's going to come for Earth and be like, mm. you need to respect us. Like, it's going to be Hercules versus Thor, pretty much. We'll see. Also, <laughs> how would you feel about um, – why didn't they call it Olympia?
0: Whatever yeah, it's called. Omnipotence?
1: Omnipotence City. <laughs> so, I, didn't, I didn't mind that because we got – I liked a, it. It was a cool way to, like, bring all the gods there. Mm-hmm. Would have liked to see some of the stuff from Moon Knight. You know, I don't know why they didn't show us some of the Egyptian gods there. Yeah. It was cool to see the celestials. Um, I like the dumpling.
0: (laughs) That was cute. I like that. I I also thought Zeus was funny. Um, I I like that scene. Um, I don't know why they called it omnipotent city. I
1: I would have rather, I don't know. I I think it was a missed opportunity for them. I know they wanted to show that the gods are arrogant and that they don't care. And gore is kind of right in a sense, but. I think it's a missed opportunity to not at least have some more of the gods join Thor and, like, go all against nah, Thor Nah, it's about together. him and his character and the characters around him. Now, that would have been – I like that how they did it. I've, I wish Gore came there and slaughtered a bunch of them. Well, something like – Gore needed to be a – he's called Gore the God Butcher. We only saw him slay, like, like one, one god. Two nods, yeah, and, yeah look, that I, was dumb. I guess let's talk about gore. Like, what, what did you think about gore? In the, I thought he we? was scary. I like when he's like, where is the axe?" <laughs> um, I
0: thought that was a really good scene. Um, yeah. I felt like he went down too easy. Again, I hate that he... Um, did I... I don't know if I said that on this podcast yet. Um, I hate that he was corrupted by a sword. Did I say that already? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, so dumb. I, did you
1: say that already?
0: I don't know. Yeah. Shouldn't have been corrupted by a sword. I hate when items are corrupting villains just have them be villains because they're villains or give them real motivations don't just have them touch an object and be evil that's dumb
1: well i also think another reason why this movie was so fast paced. If you're going to set up like a God killing weapon, like necro sword, I need kind of a tad more backstory than yeah. just being like that God that betrayed him being like, we just killed the being the owner of the necro sword. And yeah. that be it. You know, and
0: like why does it corrupt him? And like, why is it whispered to him to kill the gods? And like, also Gore from what I hear in the comics is supposed to be like super, super powerful, like m- way more powerful than Thor, like takes on multiple Thors at a time. Yeah. And like, he wasn't really all that powerful.
1: I, but they I th- definitely depowered
0: him. Yeah.
1: We need we needed more of him. I don't think it's that bad that it corrupted him. I, but because I think like the motivation was there before he got the sword, yeah, but, but he should
0: have been went off that motivation.
1: I think he we should have seen him kill more gods, which oh my god, qu- touch on it quickly. If you're going to bring Lady Sif back, that's another thing that was just ru- rushed. Like yeah. she was just kind of thrown in like I don't know. Sif, I, exp- Sif, I have to go to do it was funny where he was like, oh, I, I bet your arm is in Valhalla. Or he's like, you yeah. actually have to die to go to Valhalla yeah. <laughs> to go to Valhalla. Um, nonetheless, something I really think needed to be added for Gore's character is if Thor is the end-all be-all of this movie, I feel like you could have added a little bit more of him having a vendetta specifically against Thor. Like he wants to kill all the gods, but Gore, but there, there should have been a reason why he was like Thor well, he wanted and his to buy Frost. Are, the, are the worst of them. I know, but I, I it would have been cool if they like maybe connected it to Endgame and like maybe he lost more things through the snap and stuff. I kind of like the Bifrost plot point,
0: though. I think that makes sense why he's connected to Thor. However, Thor just could have went there and made a wish this whole time
1: yeah what did you think of the whole it's
0: i hate a wishing well what a dumb plot point also i hate a wish so dumb thor literally could have just rolled up there and also people were teleporting around on any object any and every and every any every and any object this whole movie dumb thor could have just rolled up there this whole time and made a wish you're telling me by shooting the bifrost at this wall that's really dumb
1: i don't know how he didn't know that you know, how did he not know about Eternity if, like, the Bifrost is like an Asgardian thing, I thought. Yeah. Um,
0: I don't know that I he mean, knew the Bifrost was the key, though, because I think Gore, like, figured it out by doing some ancient thing reading. I don't know. Yeah. That was a dumb plot
1: point, though. I don't mind that they included Eternity. I think that's... I didn't expect them to include Eternity in this at all. It was pretty Is cool. it a
0: wishing well in the comics?
1: No, Eternity is like a cosmic being. That's oh. like... You, you saw the figure that he was, like, standing in front oh, of yeah. that Like a galaxy. It's like literally the embodiment of the universe um
0: what a stupid plot point that he just grants a wish wonder woman two level i thought he was gonna wish for jane to come back and then i was like honestly that wouldn't really make much sense i kind of liked where it went um i liked that jane died uh interesting they made thor a dad but i also get it like he lost everything and now he has like this life form he cares about that's like new um kind of a zombie
1: yeah what's up with that like <laughs> did she she has powers now well, she has powers because of Stormbreaker, I think. No, I think she—it's implied she has powers because Eternity brought her back to life. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. I—I I thought for, for a second I was like, I'm
0: surprised Thor chose Stormbreaker, and then I was like, Ah, you don't have to be worthy to lift Stormbreaker, so he gave that one to her.
1: Yeah, she probably can't lift that. That—that that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I kind of like that he has a little a little mill in their back. I guess it—it <laughs> it just felt very i didn't have time to digest anything i probably got to see the movie again um but i will say some of the battles aside from the cgi most of the battles were pretty good mm-hmm. aside yeah, from the CGI, I like the shadow realm battle was really cool that whole sequence where gore like has them trapped and he's being mad creepy i love that awesome i love that he was like able to fight through shadows like he would disappear through the shadows and then reappear when yeah. he's fighting in new asgard super cool valkyrie was awesome fought with zeus's lightning bolt. like there were a lot of really cool visual moments The soundtrack was great. Like, it's Taika has the right idea. Like, combining um, comedy, the right amount of campiness, the right amount of colorfulness. Like, making it feel like a comic book. Comic books are colorful. They're campy. They're a little ridiculous. But it felt like it didn't have enough time to give the heavy moment its justice. That's true. I
0: I agree. Yeah. Um, I like the references... To the earlier movies though and he's like talking about how Jane made him worthy like I think they did that relationship
1: well I enjoyed it no I I, I think so too but I think it definitely could have used more time yeah also
0: one last thing the other post credit scene with Valhalla question for you
1: is Odin in Valhalla that's a very very good question because he disappears into particles but he never but he doesn't died die, die in battle. battle
0: I don't think he is and you know what he doesn't deserve to be he's kind of a dick <laughs> um, I don't think he is but I hope Jane doesn't come back I hope that was like she's in Valhalla that's all that's it I hope people are like people... oh how are they going to get her back if it can't be some Pirates of the Caribbean like going to Davy Jones locker like <laughs> I'm not doing that
1: a lot of people were saying they should have saved that moment for when Thor eventually dies and then he enters Valhalla and he sees oh, that Jane was there the whole time that would have
0: been cute yeah. <laughs> wait that would have been really cute I kind of wish they did that all right, I hate that post-credit scene now. <laughs>
1: um another question for you. Um what did you think of the LGBTQ moments in this movie? Like um, Valkyrie and Korg. I think the- they
0: ha- I think they handled them well. Um yeah. I think they waited a little bit too long for Valkyrie, but I I I I, I like I like the LGBT representation in Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Um and I like uh, Korg was kind of like a throwaway joke, but like I'm with it. I'm I'm good with it. Like could be a man rock or a woman rock like Mm -hmm. i kind
1: of i kind of like that i thought it was funny uh for Korg, and i and i loved it for valkyrie i know that i knew that was coming tessa thompson's been talking about it um yeah thought it was handled well
0: yeah i thought and like they didn't give her like a random love interest like they referenced why she cared so much about uh her sisters dying
1: sisters yeah not not
0: actual sisters that'd be weird
1: (laughs) (laughs) her sisters in arms yes yeah um Two other things before forward. Um, I don't know if else do, no, I'm good. I have, I have two other things. Um, the first is I really have to call out. So we talked about the CGI for a second, but I have to call out probably the the most cringeworthy CGI in the movie was Axel's floating head, Heimdall's son. Yeah. When he's like talking to Thor, I was that at that point I was really like, oh my god, that was a weird like,
0: plot point too. He just like look into my eyes.
1: it it was like thor's image was transported to where heimdall was i don't know why they didn't just use that rather than like seeing a floating head it was a little weird for me
0: oh come get us
1: um and then the second thing i did have one other thing
0: actually after your second thing
1: okay word um what did you think of like the final monologue of korg like explaining like why the movie's called love and thunder
0: I liked it. I, I I thought it was cute in the moment. And then after I thought about it more, I was like,
1: so is she Love? He's Thunder? I think her name is Love. Is that no. what they're supposed to...
0: I don't know. They didn't explain that. No. Does, does Gore, Gore call her Love in another scene? I don't know. I have no idea. Um, yeah, I mean, it was. I like the the narration. I think it went well with the beginning narration. Um, yeah. My other thing is, how do we feel about Thor transferring his power to the kids? Because it made no sense. He should have done that in
1: all of the other movies he really he really should have that's another that's like another thing with like
0: if you give them the powers once it really causes some plot holes
1: yeah that's the kind of thing where you're just gonna have to be like taika was clearly like whatever i just want to do this thing it was cool to see him but it was very cool and like i i kind of did like that final battle where it's like all in slow motion they're all using thunder at the same time me too but
0: it's just a dumb like plot point yeah, Like, he I should mean, do that like, always.
1: It's the same thing as when he told Mjolnir, like, you have to protect Jane Foster's no, It's clear a like he could point. just give his powers to anyone.
0: No, he can't give his powers to anyone. Mjolnir can't be in everyone's hands.
1: But That was, like, a very
0: specific spell. It had to do with love.
1: Technically, he could have been like, oh, protect my fellow Avengers, and then all the Avengers could have lifted Mjolnir.
0: No, he said it in, like, a moment of uh, love, and I don't know. I liked it.
1: All right. All right. Okay. Let's, get the,
0: let's get to the report. Card. Report card time. All right. The popularized report card is something Jake and I use to rate movies. It has six categories: in their pacing, visuals, acting, music, story, and heart. So let's get to it. First category: pacing. Jake, uh, not very good. Four, <laughs> four and a half.
1: Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's like I've said throughout the whole episode. It was just—it was way too fast-paced for me. I needed more time for it to settle. I'll give a. I'll give a
0: five point seven. Like I feel like it was quick. I don't really feel like there was any specific storylines that I like really needed more of. Um I think I think most of my problems were with the story rushing to things, not so much like how I felt during the movie. Like store plot points that I feel like that's a dumb plot point, they just rushed that in, not so much within the actual position. But it wasn't great either. So five point seven. Visuals.
1: Okay. Ooh, i mean there's so many like it, it's so weird how many beautiful scenes there are yeah in this movie. and then like at the same time how there's moments of cgi where i was like that looks like either a stop motion thing or like a claymation or like oh my god man yeah uh, there's some bad moments but there's some really good moments too i love the skies and that's yeah. what i'll say i'll say the cinema the cinematography is really great in some scenes but it, the cgi is a pretty iffy i'm gonna give it like a i'm gonna give it a six wow i'll
0: give it a 7.2 you know i'm not like when there's bad tgi i'm like not really much of it like i don't really notice it maybe it's because i have not great eyes but i never notice it as much as other people do like until i see it on twitter um i never really think about it too much during the movie so it didn't take me out of it at any point There's one specific scene when he's in front of the bushes that everyone's posting on Twitter when he's like in front of the bushes with the lightning. Everyone's like, this is such bad CGI. I'm like, isn't he just standing in front of
1: a bush? I don't know. (laughs) I don't understand. You know? I don't know about that, but yeah. I, I will say in addition to CGI, the green screen is 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 very off-putting. I mentioned it in a previous Marvel episode where I'm like something about what they're doing with visuals looks yeah. fake to me, and I think that's what it is, is that the green screen, like you could tell it's a green screen whenever it's, it's there.
0: Yeah, people or, have been posting another scene on Twitter when he first meets uh, Jane again, and she's like, hey, like people post that since the trailer came out like that yeah, was when a weird
1: he, when yeah. he's got the, the the weird helmet yeah by the way loved loved his new gold suit i think it's I like awesome it, yeah. but w- what's the reason for the new suit like did he just can he just create whatever suit he wants or i don't know random point but okay whatever. acting i think this is some, some solid acting i mean christian bell is incredible like on yeah. in this role if he was given more screen time he might be what they were claiming he was going to be like one of the oh the i hate when they tell me he's going to be the best villain yeah i don't like when they say that beforehand but like
0: yeah. let me decide for myself
1: do you deny it if he had more screen time would he not be in, in
0: i do uh... deny it though oh, he was corrupted by a sword that's his plot point no way
1: that's on acting though
0: that, that <laughs> no no that's, not acting that's... but he's not he's not a great villain
1: <laughs> he's a good villain i'll, I'll still i'll give this movie like i'll give it an 8.5 i think the acting was solid um but some of the i think some of the jokes didn't land which is why i'm knocking it down a bit
0: I would concur with an 8.5. I'll
1: go with that. Um, I agree with you. Cool Music. Great soundtrack. Um, and I, honestly, uh, some pretty good score in certain points. I think the final battle when he's fighting Gore has some really good uh, instrumental score. Uh, in addition to, I forget what rock song is playing during it. There's like three Guns N' Roses songs in this movie, but I don't think it's Gun, Guns N' Roses. Um, I'll give it an eight
0: point eight. Yeah, the music was good. I felt like the music hit at certain point. Like there was no point where I was like like I feel like it hit at certain points and there was no point where I was like, oh there's no music here. Why? They always yeah. they always do well in Thor movies, So I'll give it a nine. Definitely not as good as Ragnarok though. Ragnarok's oh, not as good as Ragnarok score is really really good. Yeah. Uh, story.
1: Ooh um I, I, I Again, I really think the God Butcher story is really great. But it, it didn't give it – it didn't have enough time to do it justice. Um, and I think this factors into pacing too, but it's it's also factor, factors into story. There were some great elements here, but the way it was all tied together just didn't really hit for me. I'm going to give it like a 7.8. Um. You know I
0: hate the plot point of core with the sword. I can't say it enough. Um, yeah, I feel like it was good. Like, I like a lot of the plot points. Um, I like them going to. I should have been called Olympia. I don't know why they called it whatever. Um, I liked I thought that was a fun moment. I like the Jane stuff, but there's some plot points. I was just like, okay.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong. I think in Eternals they say where the Eternals were created is called Olympia. Maybe that's why uh, you know they call it that. Oh, maybe. It, it, I don't know why it was called Mount Olympus though. That's what it's called in like the Disney Hercules movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't
0: know. Well, Mount Olympus yeah. is a real place, though. In on Earth. It's like an actual mountain that they believe
1: the gods lived on. Oh no way.
0: Yeah. It's a it's a it's a mountain that they believe the gods lived on, yeah.
1: Is it in Greece? Yeah, I think so. You're blowing my mind. <laughs> I think so. Well, you
0: gotta kind of fact check me, but I'll give it I'll give it like a seven point five. Nah, I'll give it a seven
1: point two. Nick is not lying. Uh, well, it just took me to Las Vegas where Mount Olympus is. So there is a Mount Olympus in actually California but um... no there's
0: one in Greece too. There's definitely <laughs> one in Greece I'm telling you okay <laughs> Search Mount Olympus Greece. did you find it?
1: <laughs> yeah, there is one in Greece too. yeah, that's
0: where they believe the gods lived. I, I, I love I, I'm not good at history, but I loved the Greek i like mythology to too mystery. yeah um cart is the last category back on track
1: i i think that it did have when you when you think about the whole dad storyline and when you learn that i mean it connected on thor's level connected on gore's level as well i don't know off track i don't know why they didn't make a joke about why the villain's name was gore and the hero's name was thor easy slam oh dunk joke right that's such an easy one easy slam dunk joke. but regardless i think there was a lot of heart like taika really like felt like this is like a family like a dad story like but i just again i don't think it really hit the nail on the head um i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it an 8.2 i think he put his heart into it and he was like i'm doing what i want to do and you guys can take it or leave it um but i just don't think it fully came into full effect I,
0: I think it had heart i mean how could you like one of the main characters girls dying it's like oh that was really hard. that was that was tough to watch it was nice though i love a death um i think it had heart um i don't think it was like the most heartfelt movie ever but i lo- I loved jane and thor's relationship i think they rekindled well and i think um it was interesting to see like how they interacted now that he's like pretty different and i think it, i think it worked well you still felt the love between the two mm-hmm. i think that it actually might be the best jane and thor movie
1: yeah oh for sure yeah definitely maybe the first one i don't know it's close uh i'll give i'll give it an eight interested to see what the score is all right yeah all right we're all over the map all right no please 74.5
0: honestly accurate yeah that's accurate
1: again i so i I guess we
0: round up to 75 sorry we usually round to the whole number
1: (laughs) i feel like we we talked a lot of uh things we didn't like about this movie but I, I again i still enjoyed it i definitely need to see it again um and i think taika really was just like i really want to just make a rom-com like ridiculous movie so i'm gonna do what i want and who knows what happened behind the scenes with the short run time and the cgi and stuff but i think we tend to like when
0: these franchise movies aren't like great. We tend to talk more of a percentage of the podcast about the things they didn't do well. We're like, there's things that went well that like you enjoy, but they're not, they just don't glare out as much. So I agree. It was
1: enjoyable. It was good. It wasn't great.
0: No, rock of course, no
1: idea where things are leading. Like I said, I speculated None. that it's going to be gods versus the Avengers soon, but who knows? Is Thor's little daughter going to be in every movie, moving forward. Like what's going on? No, no, who no. knows? Love. Uh, Regardless, let us know if you agree with our ranking uh, through the report card and join the heist. Join the heist, a classic popcorn heist adventure.